film gear that I'm your host, CJ Kaiser. Sorry about the audio quality in this part. I'm not using my normal equipment, but don't worry, it's going to be all fine. Today we've got an exciting episode. I hope you enjoy it. It is best crime film, and with one of the weirdest choices I've ever heard. Uh, this was filmed in New York a few weeks earlier. It is a lot of fun. Have a listen. Tell us what you think of the link below. Next week we've got a great episode coming up, so do check that one out. Actually, check all my podcasts out. If you do like my podcast, please give it a five-star rating on iTunes. We really appreciate it. Help bump up that score just a little bit. Please share it with your friends. We need more listeners. And with more listeners, the more I can do, such as, uh, I don't know, probably get an actual microphone to record this bit. I just got a quick few announcements. If you don't want to hear any of them, just skip to about 2 minutes 05, 2 minutes 10, and the episode starts there. Anyway, so I don't know if you've seen it last week, but we also put a link up to Game Grudges, my new podcast, same format, all about video games. We did one about best 90s first person shooter. It was a lot of fun. Check that out. We're going to do one of those maybe once a month, and then maybe we'll eventually go to weekly. But at the moment, go check it out. Go check our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash Game Grudges. But don't forget to also like Film Feuds on facebook.com forward slash Film Feuds. Or on Twitter at Film Feud Podcast. Now, if you have any questions or any topics you want to hear, send them in. We'll use them. We'll also give you a shout out on our podcast. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter or on Facebook under the same handle at I Am Seizure. And check out my comic strip, New Age, about goths, punks, and other alternatives. We're getting a really good reception with it. I'm pretty sure you might like it if you have a little dark sense of humor. Do check it out. That is on facebook.com forward slash new age comic or on Twitter at the same handle. If you have any trouble, do visit my page. I put all my links for all my stuff on there. So do check it out and tell me what you think. That's enough promotion out of me. Let's start the episode. Like the host of that show, Meat Boy. I want to go to there. We came, saw, we kicked it down. Welcome to Film Feuds. I'm here at some cafe in New York. Uh, I don't want to even mention it because I didn't like their coffee. So let's just move on. Um, today's topic is best crime movie. Now, since uh, that new Johnny Depp movie's out, based on Whitey Bulger, Black something? Black Mass. Black Mass. Black Mass. Yeah, um, that one. And uh, Straight straight Out of Compton, I guess, is a crime movie of some sort. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. <laughs> um, committed in it, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just really blow past them, though, too, in that movie. And the crimes in that movie, it's just kind of like, oh, and then he's driving on drugs and coke, and he's driving down the street, and he gets arrested by nine cops, and then, boop, next scene, he's fine, every... Back to making yep. records. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Total crime movie. Okay, so since around cinema, we decided to do best crime movie. We've got three exciting guests. Guys who I've met here in New York have been pretty nice to me and laughed at at least one of my jokes. Um, so uh, we have, uh, we'll start off with Patrick Hasty. Hey, how's it going? Doing really well. And uh, what movie did you pick and why? Um, I picked the movie Snatch because uh, I think it's a great uh, crime movie. I think it's, uh, it was really important to me coming out in the early 2000s when I was in high school and early college. Uh, I think it was better than a lot of the other movies that people locked onto at that time. Like, That's a guy Richie film, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think it's the only. It will Lockstock's okay, but it's like this is the only. I feel like he kind of got lucky. Snatch is great, but then a lot of his other stuff I don't feel like is good or holds. Uh, Sherlock. <laughs> no, yeah, 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 yeah. It's terrible, terrible stuff. Um, but uh, yeah, I think it's a great, and I think it's a the the crime in it is so intricate and perfect, and it's fantastic. Cool, and uh, you can find you on Twitter at Patrick Hasty. Uh, there'll be a link in the description below for all our guests, and you can also follow the Film Feud podcast on Twitter at Film Feud Podcast or on Facebook at Film Feuds. And next up, we've got uh, Ross uh, Ross Martin. What movie did you pick and why? I'm going with Ernest Goes to Jail. Now that's an interesting choice. Why not? <laughs> it's not what people would think of uh, crime necessarily, but I think it's a, the best crime movie because it encompasses all the elements of crime. From the actual crime to sentencing to going to jail, which most movies never focus on, you know, the whole and then he gets out. Spoiler well, alert! Sorry. No, 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 it's, it's spoiler free. If you haven't Someone watched, yeah. gets out. Okay. Well, I guess actually, <laughs> if you haven't seen the film. We kinda, two of them. We knew he got out because we knew that in the future he was going to be scared stupid, and so. And, and also goes to Africa. Sure, sure. And the best Ernest movie because uh, it's completely racist. That one yeah. I didn't didn't tune in for, but yeah, yeah, that's my argument. Oh, cool. Alright, so we got that one, and we've. Uh, Twitter is at Ross Martin. Link on the description below. And uh, finally, Matt Anderson. Hey, it's uh, me, Matt Anderson. Uh, the movie I chose yep. was uh, The Town. The Town with Ben Affleck? Yes. Yep. And yes. Uh, why'd you pick that one? Oh, man, I love bank heist movies. Like, uh, a lot of people might have chose The Heat, but I just recently saw The Town, and it's the shit. They wear scary masks. It's great. 
masks do a lot. Uh, the base whole video games around guys wearing masks now and robbing banks. Um, pay payload, I think it is. Payday. Not to correct you, but yes. Yes. Uh, yeah. But have you, uh, did you play it? I did. I played a demo for it, and uh, yeah, it's fun. It's, ex it's exactly like the town. <laughs> like it's <laughs> like they turned that movie into a game. Yeah. It's it's fun though if you like That's that exciting. movie. That's exciting. By the way, the scary mask aren't they aren't they nuns? Yeah. 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 That's pretty do. scary. You're right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I I don't know. I yeah, they definitely are nuns. But, they're but scary for some reason, I picture oh, that's okay. That's uh, a mask. Like old man mask while also wearing nun like okay, uh, yeah. habits. You're right, that's yeah, what yeah. it's called. Yeah, that's a, that is scary. Yeah, for sure. For sure, yeah. <laughs> and currently, we are in New York, where the Pope's in town. So relevant. All right. Um, as you know, this episode is recorded earlier, so you'll probably be listening to this two weeks after. So if anything happens, well. <laughs> Can't say anything about that, but let's just move on. All right, so the game works like this. Uh, there's eight questions. The guests don't know what the questions are. They have to make the best argument for each question. Whoever gets the most points at the end wins a handshake from me. Wow. You guys you guys really want this? I'm excited. Oh, yeah. Oh, this is going to be great. Yeah. I'm highly competitive, so this should be fun. Yeah, yeah. This is going to be uh, awesome. Totally prepared. Yeah, I'm going to get that handshake. <laughs> All five fingers. Uh, I won't even promise the five fingers. But all right, let's go. First question. Uh, we'll start off with which movie had the best lead? Anyone can jump in. Um, well, you guys were just talking about uh, the five fingers, the, the handshake that I'm going to get at the end of this. Uh, we, so we might as well stop, start off with the lead of uh, uh, Snatch in Frankie Four Fingers, right? Uh, maybe you might not consider him the lead. Jason Statham was also one hell of a... It was a real ensemble... So what do you? I don't. I mean, Benicio del Toro, you're referring to? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I remember. Yeah. Killer. <laughs> right? Yeah. I don't know. Like, I mean, I feel like. I, okay, we'll go with Statham. He was the best. Uh, you know, uh, uh, I got his caravan and his boxing promoter with, with Brad. Right? <laughs> I'll count that. But uh, <laughs> so wait, you want to go with Statham or del Toro? I want to go with Statham. It's just yeah. I was trying to the four fingers four thing fingers really fit yeah. in. I was like, God, I can get around this no Statham's the lead and he's fan it's Jason Statham he's been a, a heavy hitter ever since yeah um, I'm gonna go ahead and disagree with you Patrick sure. how many like so many so many main characters in that movie like you couldn't even name every single person that shows up they all have their own weird name sure but um, I think I think the town has the best lead because uh, you've got Ben Affleck playing himself in a Boston accent. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, like, there's no other role that he could play that well. And he, like, goes opposite. Like, he's, he's like, star power balancing Jeremy Renner. Sure. And he's star power balancing um, the fucking guy from Mad Men. John Hamm. John Hamm plays the villain. He's actually a very good villain in that yeah. movie. So, I think Ben Affleck. All day. All day? Um, who's the lead? Hey, who's the lead in Ernest Goes to Jail? <laughs> Well, the late, great Jim Varney, R.I.P., oh. rest in peace, Jim, sure. he plays two roles in the film, which are the main antagonist and the main protagonist, so mm -hmm. you couldn't argue that anyone else is the lead in which, that movie. Which is funny, because uh, Legends about to come out with Tom Hardy, and he plays two characters as well, Ooh. and that's a prime movie. So. Interesting. They, I think they, I'm, I'm not, isn't this real that in Australia, Tom Hardy, is, they refer to him as the Australian Ernest? I never heard that. Okay, I, I don't. I think that's right. I just heard. Yeah, it's on a podcast somewhere. But I'm gonna take um, that for fact. Yeah. But yeah, Jim Varney um, is the only person you would even recognize in this film. So mm -hmm. I'd have well, to go what with. What about what about the fat guy that plays the fat guy that accompanies him? Yeah, yeah, his Vern. Is it? That's not Vern. Not Vern. Vern no, is the Vern, camera. Yeah, Vern's off Vern camera. Vern is always the perspective of the viewer. But the, there's the fat guy to. and the skinny guy that are always there. Yes. The fat, oh, the janitor yeah, and yeah, like yeah, the guy yeah, with yeah. no teeth that never sure, speaks. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he is a thing. He's a person, isn't he? The fat yeah. guy. Like he's an, he's he is an a person. He's an actor who's gone on to do uh, other no, things. No, but he's in it. I'm... I see, like, if we were going to do, like, favorite camping movie, I'd be all over with Ernest Goes to Camp. I'm, I got a soft spot for that. Now, unfortunately, you pick Goes to Jail. You got no chance. Might as well get on out of here. But I do know that the fat and skinny guy are in it. Okay. All of the Ernest mo movies is blur together for me. Like, he does so many different things. All the gags, you know? I'm not... I don't mean, like, the premises. The gags are basically the same. Right. He has the sa he has uh -huh. a lot of, like, uh, an old lady character, and he has a bunch of characters that he finds an excuse to do yeah. in every movie. Um, if you guys don't remember the premise of this one, the premise is uh, Ernest goes to jury duty, and there happens to be an exact doppelganger of him mm -hmm. in prison. 
So uh, he somehow switches with them in during the jury duty because jury duty in this movie takes place in a prison. Okay. They oh, try yeah, you. Sure. They try you in jail here. Yeah, that's how it works. Um, not in a courthouse. So then the then the bad Ernest goes and lives his life dating his girl, Ooh. while the real Ernest is inside getting having not too fun of the time. But that's sure. the basic premise of the movie. And then it becomes real gritty and dark, right? Once he gets into prison, like everybody thought it was a comedy, but it's actually like a real. Yeah, he stabs stark, a bunch yeah, of people. Yeah. It becomes a stark comment on late 80s prison in America. Yeah, it made Oz look soft, <laughs> yeah. honestly. Yeah, yeah. He was putting glass in people's food. I heard about that, Tattooing yeah. swastikas on butt cheeks. Yeah, yeah, he was all over the place. All right, well, I'm leaning towards, um, not Ernest, unfortunately. Um, I don't know, best lead. I can't really see it as, I, I can't really see him as a lead at all. He plays two yeah. roles, I'm just saying. Peter Sellers over here, you know sure, what I mean? Yeah. Well, so like I feel like the one of the th I don't know if this helps my argument or not, but I believe that uh, Ernest, you said Matt a minute ago said that uh, all of the Ernest movies seem to run together. Yeah. Uh, well, then Matt, you also said that Ben Affleck kind of plays himself in that movie, which might make you think all of the Ben Affleck movies run together. So maybe your comment against Ernest also falls against your character, and ding, give the point to who did I decide? <laughs> Statham. Maybe. <laughs> I mean. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> it's hard to say he's the lead, Statham, I mean, in that movie because there are so many actors who are fa more famous than him at the time. Sure. Even though he was the uh, protagonist. Yeah, I guess. I guess. I mean, I'm just... That's, that, that's up for you guys. <laughs> Brad Pitt is the most famous person in the movie. He's arguably the most badass person he in the was, movie. Yeah. But he's not... Well, you wouldn't call him the lead, lead. He's, no. he's probably ninth on the call sheet probably. in terms of lines. Mm -hmm. he, he's probably the reason that movie got made, though. What do you think about it? Brad Pitt's great. <laughs> All right, you know, I'm giving the points to Pat. Uh, yeah. Pat gets the first points. All right. And he is on the scoreboard. All right, next question. Uh, all right, this will relate to the first question. Uh, best cast. Why don't we start over here with Ernest? Yeah, let's go with Ernest. <laughs> we well, the fat guy, the skinny guy. Uh, Ernest twice. The, I'm, I'm being informed by Wikipedia that the fat guy is named Galliard. <laughs> Sartan, which I am pretty sure he has never had another working job in his life. So, uh, Jim Verney is basically the cast of that movie. Uh, he plays almost every role. There's a female lead, but it's the 80s, so she's probably, you know, in a JCPenney by now. Um, so, I'm going to forfeit this question because <laughs> Ernest movies don't need a cast. They're that good. That's, yeah, what, yeah, I, that's, yeah. that's what I'm going with. Sure. Uh, uh, well, I think, you know, we got... We've, we've been talking about it this whole time. It's an all-star cast. It's an ensemble. Benicio Del Toro, Dennis Ferrana, the late, I believe. He, Pat, we lost him. Uh, uh, Vinny Jones was fantastic. Jason Fleming, the little nebbishy, nerdy, weird dude that gets in all the trouble. Uh, uh, well, of course, Brad Pitt. Uh, Statham, I mean, it's, it's great. I mean, those pigs are real good, you know? <laughs> They're really shining in that. Sure. Best, you know, one of those pigs is the pig from Babe. I don't know if you know that. That's true. Uh, what, what range? Uh, yeah, I know. Children's I know. movies be fine. Yeah. Well, he didn't want to be typecast, you know? <laughs> well, uh, okay, so like the town, uh, a lot of star power in that movie. Um, we got Ben Affleck, Jeremy Renner, uh, John Hamm. Those are the three most notable, but Blake Lively's in it. Um, and then there's that the bad guy from the Bourne movies, Chris Cooper. I didn't even know his name. But, um, you know, if you're going to like pick a movie to see, like, I think. I think the town has like the most A-list uh, cast. Are you sure um, Ernest has no contention in this one? Yeah, no. I mean, Ernest. I did, I did see Ross's face light up when he was scrolling through Wikipedia. Is well, there something you want to say? I, I will say the warden in Ernest Goes to Jail is the same guy in the Blues Brothers. Remember the, oh, yeah, the yeah, leader yeah. of the the good old boys <laughs> who's gonna bash his fucking teeth in with a, an axe handle? I think he's back in the race now. I uh, am. I am at a slight disadvantage because this movie was so bad. Most of the cast don't even have a picture on IMDb. <laughs> they just have the name uh, and no credits. I think it's funny because I want the. I, I, I'm sure you explain this to your your listening. Your, do you have your fans? Have a, a name like do the people listen to have a uh, listeners. Okay, well, yeah. do the listeners know that it's not like you gave us these movies? Like Ross came in all confident, yeah, yeah. being like, "I'm gonna do Ernest Goes to Jail." <laughs> Most of the listeners know that the guests pick their favorite okay, movies. Good. I don't know why the <laughs> fuck. You yeah, this is a movie I've seen many, many times. Sure, yeah. Uh, okay, all right, fine, fair enough. Go on. I, I mean, are we? Am I still answering the town? Yeah, yeah, no, no, do, do you want to interject? Do you want to make uh, points against this? Well, I do feel a little scared now that we know who the warden is. Uh, 
I don't know. I feel like there's also like a salary cap kind of thing going on. Like these people had millions of dollars to cast John Hamm and fucking, you know yeah, what I mean, yeah, yeah. round out the cast with, uh, you know, Hawkeye over here, you know what I mean? And uh, Jim Varney is working on, you know, let's face it, a meager indie budget. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, He's yeah. an artist, you know? I feel He's like, an auteur. I feel like the prison didn't know they were filming a movie. Like Jim Varney just like sped a bunch in that town so that they'd arrest him. And then was just like gorilla shooting the whole movie. Like, hurry up, come on, get in here. Well, the premise is that Ernest works in a bank. The bad guy wants to rob the bank, and I'm almost positive the set for the bank is the same set for the prison. They just <laughs> shot it at different times, and the All like the, the guy made the most of his money. He was a he was a smart guy. One of the tellers has like an orange jumpsuit on because they forgot to like switch yeah, it yeah. out. They're like, oh crap. All right. Well, I'm gonna give the points on this one, I guess, to Matt because they were a bit of still a cost, I guess. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so he gets the point there. Coolest scene. <laughs> you can start over there. Okay, uh, I suppose uh, the one that sticks out the most to me in the town is when he's uh, he's like driving by the uh, the kid who like sees the bank robbers, thus perpetuating the the entire story of the of the movie of like all bank robbers come from this town. And that made John Hamm's character more believable, not just a crazy psycho, you know. So definitely where the kids saw the nuns with guns. Or, or possibly even the scene where, like, the cops just turn their heads because they don't want to die. Yeah, that was a good scene. That was legit. So good. So good. Ernest? Ernest, what do you got? Uh, best scene for Ernest goes Coolest to scene. Doesn't have to be the best, just coolest. Coolest scene. Um... I don't know if you guys are aware, but superpowers are also involved in Ernest Goes to Jail. Uh, as you may or may not know, Ernest is a bit of an inventor. He's like the original Tim Allen, so he's got all kinds of crazy inventions in his home. And uh, one of them, in the very beginning of the movie, electrocutes the shit out of him. And because he lives in a cartoon-like universe, he does not die or suffer brain damage. He becomes magnetized, so like metal objects will randomly get stuck to him. Um, and that's how he defeats the villain at the end of the movie using his magnetic superpowers. Basically, any, it's like uh, much like when you get hit on the head, you lose your memory. You get hit again, you get it back. In this movie, when you get when he gets shocked again, he becomes ultra magnetic and like sucks like guns out of people's hands, for example. Oh, present day Magneto. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think uh, without a doubt. I mean, we all know when you watch Snatch, the best scene is that first time when you first see. Uh, Brad Pitt's Mickey, the the the, the pikey. What is it? He's pikey. Pikey, yeah, the pikey boxer. When we first see him in that like caravan park, and then that match with Gorgeous George, when he's when it's like it's like weird. He's like still like cut from Fight Club and stuff, and he just gets in there, and they don't expect anything of him because George, you know, the fighter that they, that uh, Statham had was like that big fucking dude, and then just get, and then there's just that one punch shot that just throws him up against the fencing and kills, you know, doesn't kill him, but. Takes him in, and then all of a sudden we're like, "Oh, well, Brad Pitt is a fucking hardcore dude." Uh, like we didn't know that at the time. We were like, "We might have got lucky in Pie Club." Um, I feel like that is the scene, and also that fight scene is just perfect. There's the later fight too, when 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 he is supposed to throw it, but he doesn't. You know, both of those matches are cool as shit. But that first one, and and then just to get to the caravan is just I don't know. It's great. Yeah, He's fighting that for his scene mom. Scene is very and, ominous because it's like he, you know, the, the over uh, the narration the. Um, they're basically saying that if he doesn't wake up, yeah. both of those fucking people are dead. They're going to totally. murder them and bury them in the fucking backyard. Yeah, yeah that's a great point. That's a you fantastic don't know if point. the villain or the hero yet. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. What I mean? And that accent he did was great, too, because well, he was in another movie where he played, like, an Irish dude, and his accent wasn't so good right before that with um, Robert Redford. You know what I'm talking Robert about? Robert Redford or Harrison Ford? No, maybe it was Harrison Ford, but I thought it was the Redford no, one. No, no, Spy Game. Spy Game. Was that it? No, I think, I think it was Spy Devil's. Good. Yeah, I thought it was Devil's... Um, I was thinking maybe it's my, but there was a, I don't know either way there's that movie that Brad Pitt was in where his Irish accent wasn't that good and then he was in this and his fucking weird pikey English accent was like perfect and like great and and then that just I that boxing match was killer just the, even the way it was shot the cinematography of it was fantastic yeah that was a that, that definitely was a pretty good that was probably my favorite scene of the movie yeah. too sounds like yeah it sounds like you both agree or maybe the the confusion of dogs. That was, oh, also, that, that was also great. Well, yeah. if we're saying lines, definitely the dogs. Oh, dogs. Yes, I like dogs. Yeah. What about the climax? What about like the uh, the climax of the movie when all the different people are dying in various ways? 
well, yeah. while, the, while the silly music is playing and yeah. building. I think that, yeah, all that stuff is, is very, I, I guess I was just looking at the cool the coolest scene. Oh, yeah. You know for, what I mean? Like, like, if, like if we're talking about, like, yeah. you know, the great ending or something, that, that seems like a lot more, but, like, I feel like a scene is a shorter, smaller it's thing. It's say, the climax of the movie is yeah, the yeah, best yeah. scene. Well, actually, I liked The Last Hour is, I think, the coolest scene. Yeah. Oh, okay, well, um... I'm ruling the talent out on this one because I'd say that Snatch One has a much better point. Um, however, you have superpowers. And Ernest, I'm a big, everyone knows I'm a big comic book guy, so I'm like, I don't know which one. So you might have to help me on this one. Okay. Who are you yeah. leaning towards? Um, man, I do like Magneto Ernest. <laughs> but uh, I think I gotta go with Snatch because I re- that's like. When I think of Snatch, that's the only part I can really, really yeah. remember. Is like him getting thrown up against the thing, and he's just like slowly stripping his clothes, mm-hmm. you know. And he's like, "No, nah, I'm gonna fight you." Yeah, yeah, yeah. one punch. Well, yeah, all right. Great. So uh, Patrick gets the point there. I want to say real quick about Ernest. The thing that's really funny about that is you won the point. You don't have to. No, 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 you don't no, have no, to. No, no, no. You guys don't get it. I am a big fan of Ernest. But when I was a kid, I watched Ernest goes to camp daily, all the time, right? And now that I think about it, that was the first Ernest feature film. There's nothing magical in that movie except for like a turtle talks once, but that's it. But and then there's Christmas, which is, has Santa Claus. Uh, yeah, Dale yeah. has the Magneto factor. Which, scared yeah. stupid has a scared. Go- so like, they, like that just going crazy. Just after really that. went yeah. nuts after that. Like yeah. Fun fact: I'm from Orlando, Florida, and Ernest Saves Christmas is shot in Orlando, Florida. Oh, yeah? Like so, Santa comes to Orlando. Oh, that's great. Like, yeah, it's, it's fucking a, awful. Or no, Ernest. Guys, really sad. guys, Ernest goes. Yeah. You, don't listen to Ross. He's crazy. Ernest Saves Christmas is a really good Christmas it movie. Sweet, it's a sweet It's movie. really good. It's got a. It's got. If it's you great. Can tell it wasn't shot in Orlando. Oh yeah. Well, there's nothing good about Orlando. Let's the air out of the bag. Yeah. I think uh, the next one fuse will be best Ernest movie. Yeah, it looks sure, like it's yeah, going to yeah. be on board. Oh, oh, <laughs> um, all right. So next uh, question: Who had the most relatable main character? Now, all crime movies, you all ha- feel sympathy towards the main character for some reason, and which one had the best one? Well, I think Ernest P. Worrell, in case you guys don't know sure. his full moniker, is, uh, I mean, he is the everyman. He doesn't, doesn't have a girlfriend. He has a terrible time talking to women. Uh-huh. He has, he's a shitty, he's a janitor or like a night security guard at a bank, you know what I mean? He's about as common as you can get, aside from the superpowers and the uh, false imprisonment. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think he's pretty relatable, more so than Ben Affleck, handsome bank robber, or, <laughs> or Jason Statham. Fucking Bowery uh, gambling den. Hey Ross, who's, who's Jason Statham? <laughs> uh, fair point. Point taken. But I don't particularly relate to an East End uh, gambling or boxing promoter or a uh, Boston bank robber personally. You know, I'm a dog. Yeah. I, I'm a dog guy. You know, yeah. I play with dogs. Yeah. Um, I think that uh, I, I just want to say you were doubting Ernest's skills earlier. He also knows the Camp Kikiki sign language. I just want that to get out there. I want everybody to know that. Okay. It's like, breath. okay. Uh, the entire cafe went silent. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. Okay, I'll leave. Uh, no, uh, uh, Statham, his character uh, is, uh, he's, he's, he's like our eyes on the story. He's like the droids of the movie. Like, you know, in Star Wars, it's like we see everything through C-3PO and R2-D2. He's like the main. He he's the one that we're seeing everything through, and he's got the dry wit that also everybody wants to be the cool guy. So I don't, I can't remember, but that his sidekick, that shitty guy, like that you know the whole time. Every time that guy does something shitty, he's there to be like, oh really? That's what do you, you know when he has the gun, he's like, who are you going to use that against? Z Nazis, you know what I mean? Like, it's like he's he's the cool guy that's saying the stuff that we want to say, and he's our route through this whole movie. So fuck yeah, he's the coolest. What what did he say that we want to say, Pat? He's say, he, I'm Most not saying that he's saying what do we want to say. Yeah. Most relatable. Most relatable. He's saying the stuff that he's saying he has the best lines in the movie. He has the best like quips, the and you want to be the coolest guy. Isn't the most relatable unless you're the coolest guy in the right. room. Patrick, way too cool. Um, geez, Louise. I, okay, I think Ben Affleck is relatable in the town because, uh, like, I'm poor. We all want money, huh? Sure. You know, like, somebody messes with our crew, we'll fuck them up. Yeah, we oh, won't yeah. kill them. We won't kill them, but we'll make sure they know not to. So, you know, bank robber, we all kind of want to rob banks and get money and just not have real jobs, right? Right? Sure. Uh, this episode will be indicted. Uh, <laughs> just the owning of guns, I think, takes you out of the relatability category yeah. in, like, places like New York, for example. Sure. Where sure. I'm from the Midwest, though, so yeah. that's, like... Mad relatable. My brother owns like an arsenal Same of guns. Here. Our brothers should get together. Yeah. People own none masks and see, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. 
if it really is as popular as uh, people claim. I like to think, <laughs> right, I think right now all I can think of is that there's a universe where the town is like the first movie, but then instead of him getting away at the end, spoiler, he gets arrested and then it becomes Ernest goes to jail. Like, <laughs> like he gets bonked on the head or something after his court case and he's yeah. now just dumber. Suddenly <laughs> ar- uglier as well. <laughs> Remake that movie. Yeah. Ben Affleck playing two roles. Where did your accent go? <laughs> well, uh, it pains me to say this, but I'm going to give this one to Ernest. <laughs> so uh, Russ gets uh, the points. Okay, he got it. If you can't right. get your most relatable, I don't know what we're going to do. Yeah. The innocence of a child. All right, next question. I'll leave this one for last. Let's go with the most intriguing plot. We'll start off with Pat. Okay, well, in this one, I'm going to say, uh, I like the misdirect, by the way. You made eye contact with Matt and then pushed it in front of me. I like that. I respect that. Your gotcha journalism on mom board. Uh, well, now, with this one, I feel like it's going to be a little hard because, what was the question again? Uh, most intriguing plot. It's, it's very intriguing, I would say, is the plot of Snatch, but also it's all over the place. There's, it's, it's one of those, like, Tarantino-type movies where there's diamonds, a bunch of different dogs. things happening. Yeah. Well, yeah, there's, there's the whole, the, the, the actual diamond story, and then there's also the boxing story, and then it all ties in at the end, and you got 100 characters. I'm saying it's very intriguing and interesting, but it's not as simple to follow as, oh, these guys are going to rob some stupid bank wearing masks. And then are they going to get away with it? Yeah. You know, it's not as, it's not as like, a cut and copy and cookie cutter as that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, robbing banks is uh, not sophisticated enough for uh, uh, 50 different storylines guy, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Some people would argue if you have a true narrative that, you know, needs to be told, you don't need 100 characters with various crazy accents. That's, I mean, some people would say that. Who, not who, me. I'm like not who? saying that. Like, who would say that, though? I don't know. You don't well, know. If you don't have characters, you just have one character playing everyone 100 times? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or, like, a billion insert shots. <laughs> <laughs> just, like, in sound effects of, like, <laughs> like, that's Snatch. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. Well, that pretty good. I, actually, i, I got to just uh, inject here. Um, I was at a Nepalese cafe here in New York, mm-hmm. and uh, they had... I'm just saying, just saying. Um, uh, I don't remember the name of the place, but they had Nepalese TV on, and they had like a uh, sitcom from back in their home country. Mm-hmm. But it's like every line they had like a boing sound, like a boing shook. You know, and it's like, guys, this is comedy you're watching. You know, no, trust us, it's comedy. We've got funny effects going on. And I'm just watching. Going, Can they at least put on some Nepalese music on or something? Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah, want to yeah, watch yeah. a shitty sitcom. That's fantastic. I was at I was at a uh, this is a quick thing. I was at a coffee shop in London one time, and it was oh, I don't know who, what the, brag. yeah <laughs> I, I don't know what their uh, I don't know what the nationality of the people that owned it was, but they weren't like from London. And uh, we walked in, and they, we started I like we ordered something, and the guy goes Americans, American, and then he just goes over, puts in a VHS tape, and then on this big screen TV just pops up the uh, uh, Gwen Stefani video for that. B A N A N A S, and then it just plays, and then it just keeps playing. Like it's just that Americans want to see. Yeah, and it's a VHS tape, so it's just playing on a loop. Like so, I think he just record. He just would wait every day for VH1 and be like, "Oh no!" and then record it again. So you're gonna you're gonna tell me this place. I want to see what happens when they go, "Oh, Australians!" And they'll be like (laughs) crocodile and D on a loop or something. For sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, was that men at work? (laughs) Yeah. That was what recently? was the question? Recently, there was a VHS tape. No, this in was, London? was like 2006. Oh, okay, I was that's very still pretty behind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What was the question? Uh, the question was most intriguing plot. Most intriguing plot. Um, yeah, it all I, sounds like a remake of an Alfred Hitchcock, uh, Alfred Hitchcock movie where there's mistaken identity or something. Yeah, there's a lot of elements going on here. There's there's uh, there's supernatural mm-hmm. things. You could even argue that God has a hand in this. Yeah, you, you could argue that this is a uh, Spiritual, a spiritual film. Um, there is the there is the uh, mistaken identity. There's there's a false imprisonment. There's a escape from prison, mm-hmm. and then there's there's also a bank robbery. So you really can't. Hey, we've got that plus romance plus uh, electrocution superpowers. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, yeah, I re- I'm having a hard time defending this movie. Yeah. I don't know. I think you're doing great. <laughs> like, yeah, well, you've got a point. That was a solid yeah. defense. Mm-hmm. If Ernest is not in the plot yeah, yeah, or yeah. the dialogue or the sets, mm-hmm. it's in the timing, you know? Sure, yeah. <laughs> it's in the catchphrases. It's in the you know what I mean, yeah, pause, know, burn. Burn, yeah. You know what I mean, burn? I feel like you're a court-appointed defender of <laughs> Ernest goes to jail. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're like, I don't... He's I clearly guilty. a block away from here, so... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, it's not, not the court... Uh, it's the court defender who... Uh, 
who just started his job, so he knows there's some passion left in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah. as he's getting towards the end of the case, he's like, nah. nah it is nah. weird. Yeah, it is weird. You chose to wear that Ernest goes to jail T-shirt to this. <laughs> like, well. And my Ernest Livestrong bracelet. Sure. <laughs> All right. Um, okay, I'm going to go with you. you made your argument, right? Uh, <laughs> no, did you make no, I didn't. Uh, I, think, I think they did. I they made them for you. I don't yeah. feel like I'm gonna win this point. Um, <laughs> I mean, you can do great. Sure. Um, okay, best plot. Um, obviously, the town. What was your guys' Rotten Tomato score, by the way? Just curious. I don't, I don't think we ever was it ninety? Like was it ninety three? Okay. Um, um, oh, we wanna, we're yeah. Um, okay, the town was great because, um, you know, it starts off with a quote about the city. You know, they're like... Yeah, everything this that starts off with a quote is great. <laughs> Star Wars. Now, is it a spoken quote or is it a on-the-screen quote? On the, on the screen, it's that's, about... That's classy. It's about the town. And what, what the town is about. It's not necessarily about <laughs> bank robbers. It's about what the, the town produces and how that cycle continues. It's classic, like, boy meets girl, boy robs bank, uh, guy doesn't like that, uh, girl loses boy. It's, it's a real humzinger. That's the word. Uh, I'm just going to give it snatch. So uh, <laughs> Patrick gets this one. Patrick. Oh, oh, All right, Patrick's on three, yeah. and you guys are on one each. Yeah. Okay. In case you guys are curious. Just me running it out. You were doing pretty good. Uh, you had me. Ernest Goes to Jail got a 13% <laughs> on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, what was the, uh, the audience score? Audience score was 43, or 47. So people, critics aren't always right, guys. That's crazy. <laughs> snatch got an, uh, what was yours, 83? Sna- 93. Snatch got an 83. Oh. So we all got the three. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty cool. You guys want to start a want to start a cult? <laughs> Three percenters. Okay. Yeah. Uh, next question. So number seventy-three. Three. Uh, we'll start with uh, Matt on this one. Uh, which let's go with. Okay. I don't know if there is one in your movie, uh, Ross, but Matt's going to start. Best kill. Best Ooh. kill. Um, okay. Uh, oh, yeah, does anyone die in Ernest? <laughs> yeah, Ernest kills, kills a guy. I'm Google the plot real quick. Ernest kills oh, okay. a guy with his bare hands. <laughs> Well, doesn't the fake Ernest kill someone? I can't remember the movie, but... Best kill. It's got to be Jeremy Renner going down at the end. Not going down without a fight. Still holding a bag of money. Dope as shit. So good. That's my... Yeah, best kill. Jeremy Renner. Yeah, golly. You know, the best kill in Snatch uh, has got to be when uh, he's in the second boxing match and uh, uh, Mickey's supposed to throw it, and then he doesn't, and he just... He takes the kills just out, just kills the guy in the ring, and then sneaks off with the money before, you know, right there. I mean, that's. I mean, sure they feed the pigs to the guy. That's pretty, pretty hard uh, yeah, too. Yeah, to help you because there are a lot of really great scenes in this. Well, but no, yeah, for, go ahead. For competitive I mean, purposes, I'm not going to. It's fine. I'll help you with Ernest. I gave you all that stuff about him knowing the camp kikiki sign language a little bit ago. Yeah, but yeah, it comes from a place of pity <laughs> where you're winning. Uh, uh, well, you know, I think I think what definitely... Bricktop's Brick Top's death when he rolls down the window Pretty and he gets good. the sawed-off shotgun Pretty in the good. face? Pretty good. Um, uh, I just, you know... And with that fucking shooter. Yeah, that's it. I'm going to go with that one. It's when Brick t- Top gets killed. Remember when they roll down? I'll give you a and he, doesn't, he, doesn't he just look up and then right there he's yeah, out? he rolls the window yeah, yeah. down and then back. That whole, that whole, I would say that whole end scene is actually pretty amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And when he, pun- that, that, all those killings in that hallway, when they pop out of that hallway and everybody's getting pinned at the end of it, mm-hmm. that shit's pretty good. So yeah, that one, you know, what Ross was saying. Ross. Uh, the best kill in Ernest goes to jail... Um, was it the ticket price for the movie? Uh, yeah, it was. Um, it was uh, every actor's career. <laughs> oh, nice. Every, the female lead for sure, because she literally never made another movie. Like she was in something like right before this, Ernest Goes to Jail, and then never again. So yeah, the, the great best kill was uh, her career. Yeah, pretty good. Can All I right. vote for that one? That one's yeah. great. Well, uh, also, I don't know if you guys know this, but uh, Jim Barney uh, himself now. is dead. He is dead, but I don't uh, think this killed him. No, I think the Beverly Hillbillies killed him. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. Uh, pretty good, yeah. I guess. Give it to the Ross. All right, well, uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys gave it to him, so Ross gets the point. Yeah. All right, um, kind of like best kill. Most bloodiest or goriest scene? Oh. I'm going to go with that, say that, that. Like, just that series of murders at the end. Like, that, that scene in the hallway... Where they're coming out and everybody's rushing towards and they're just they're just gunning mother effers down, you know. Uh, that's bloody as shit. 
I'm gonna go with uh, the goriest scene in Ernest being the character montage when like uh, gory in the sense that it's gross. Sure. Like, it's not it's not like bloody There's or like, like a lot of boogers and farts. And well, stuff. no, no, no. It just means it's painful to watch oh, okay, because it's yeah. like it's him in jail. He's got a cellmate and he's like trying he's pitching all these ideas of how he's going to escape so it's him in an old lady costume like sir I was locked in this cell and then he makes a gun out of soap and then he points it at the guard and the barrel goes like limp like a dick mm-hmm. oh pretty good yeah yeah so that's probably the <laughs> yeah. goriest yeah, part that sounds of alright goriest scene in the town um, I think it's got to be the part where uh, his crew is like robbing the final scene you know and like they got him pinned down, and like they, they go to throw concussion grenades at him, and he's like, "Don't stand up!" And the guy like stands up, and he just gets fu- fucking yeah. fucked up. The right. sad thing my, uh, the, about the town is you didn't mention him earlier when you're going through the names of it. Pete Postlewith, you know what I'm talking about the older guy, the florist in that. He died like right after the movie came out, and he was fantastic. He was great in that movie, and uh, I don't. That's I just wanted to say. Oh that yeah, I, I even forgot about that scene where he goes and kills yeah, the two and people. The I, floor, yeah, that's, that's also really gory. Good. Yeah, also very gory. Alright, um, I'm ruling Ernest out completely. Uh, Sorry, um, I'm having a tough time between Snatch and Town. Both so very good. Both good. Probably more graphic of the two with Snatch. Yeah. In terms of like the amount of blood they were willing to show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've only seen the Town once, but I don't remember it being like, like gross. Yeah. You know, it's a little yeah, it cleaner, more like gritty than I, like it showed less, but it had. A little more, yeah, I a little do, more impact. I do like, that's what, something I like about Ben Affleck's directing, is he's a little more, um, I don't know what the right word would be, subtle, I guess. Like, he wouldn't, like, whereas Guy Ritchie's going to show you a lot of, yeah, crazy shit, whereas Ben Affleck kind of just lets you know what happens. Right. Um, well, I think that's that kind of cool. Leaving it to the person's imagination will be worse. Um, perhaps, but also when you see, like, I, I don't know, if you imagine uh, uh, Omaha Beach and then you watch that opening scene of Saving Private Ryan, the opening scene of Saving Private Ryan's still pretty impacting, you know what I mean? So, you can leave it to the imagination, but in terms of this question, I do think I won. Well, I mean, like, you know, it's a, it's a toss-up. I mean, whatever. <laughs> That's all I got. Cool, man. Whatever. You don't want to fight for it? Because uh, if he gets the point, he wins. Well, oh okay. In terms of, like, the rest of dying on the street. That was pretty gross. Ooh. Yeah. Shotgun, like, fucking shotgun a few times by uh, John Hamm. He dies a pretty slow death. I, f- I still feel like when uh, Ben Affleck goes to revenge kill those two people, yeah. like he shoots them in the face, if I remember right. Because I don't remember he, where he I'm shot them. He goes back to the florist, mm-hmm. and he's like, because he told the, cause the oh, guy's like, right. yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. We know about your girl. So then he has to go back there and he kills them both. I think he does it with like a gun and like a bag yeah, or yeah. something. Uh, and she's great too. Rebecca Hall, is that her name? The uh, girl, his girlfriend in that? She was in, she's a fantastic actress. Um, I was actually really surprised that she didn't get like uh, some sort of an Oscar nomination for that movie. Well, you know what? I'm gonna give the. And I'm confused, but I don't think she did. Well, I'm gonna give yeah. the point to Matt just because I want to keep this going. Yeah. yeah. We're going long on time, are we? Right? Okay. We have got like four minutes before we reach our minimum, okay. so and let let's go for this one. And if okay, if uh, Ross gets the point, um, we go to tiebreaker. If you get the point, you go to tiebreak with uh, Patrick. Yeah. Uh, if Patrick, yeah, if Patrick gets it, it's game over. Which movie had the best nemesis? Ooh, Easily, nemesis. it's gotta be. It's gotta be the town. John Hamm. He was the lead in Mad Men for like ten years. Ernest by himself is his own nemesis. Don't even try to compare. Okay. Have because you seen the film? Have you seen the? I mean, it's like yin and yang. <laughs> like it is. It is like when Urkel like put the love potion and it came to fun and shit. Yeah, yeah, he's slicked back hair. He's got a little, like, scruffy beard. He's, like, disrespecting women. Oh, sure, it's... Sure, it's the same guy, but how well does he really know himself? I thought it was... I thought it was... His, I thought there was two people. When I was a kid, I really thought that he had a brother. I was like, there's no way, Ernest. The logistics alone would be, like, too much. You know what Me, I mean? Meanwhile, Patrick's Googling <laughs> the nemesis of Snatch. <laughs> like... Yeah, no, I know it's brick top. That's it. I mean, it's obvious. <laughs> <laughs> well, Snatch, Snatch, what? Who was the guy in Snatch? I can't. That was what I was. I was panicking on his name. The, the guy that would send them to the pigs. Brick top. The, that's brick. No, brick top. 
Brick Top is the. Oh, I'm thinking of Bullet the, Tooth Tony. Bullet Tooth Tony is. He's Vinny not a bad Jones, guy. Right? He's a good guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. But that's why I was thinking when you were saying Brick Top. You know, my brain is yeah. dumb. It's small and midwestern. But um, uh, yeah, Brick Top in charge. Bam, just all pace. this shit. He, everything is because of his greed and his pushing and everybody. His ego, because he's a yeah. tiny man. Yeah, and he, you know, it's just uh, he he could be. You could do a hundred movies about where he's the the bad guy. You know what I mean? I will say he's a very good bad guy in Snatch. But in Lock, Stock, and Barrel, Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels, he is like a sweetheart bartender. Oh, yeah, he's he's a like, actor. don't worry, son, your dad's gonna be okay. Like mm-hmm. that kind of shit. Yeah. So, he's, he's takes really, a little bit of the weight out of the performance for I me. Don't know. I don't know about that. I saw Anthony Hopkins play Albert, uh, uh, Hitchcock one time. It doesn't make Hannibal Lecter any less terrifying. But like Lock, Stock, and, like Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels was before. <laughs> sure. So he was a sweetheart. First, okay. and then he tried to play a villain. You know what I mean? Mm, okay, so yeah. So. Yo, didn't your guy get killed in the end though, too? Well, yeah, but that's what—that's the rede- the redemption you want. You want well, the bad guy. John, to get John, John Hamm didn't get killed, and you know, he's—he's uh, he's he's, still, he's still out there. Yeah, you know, he's I, still out there catching bad guys. He just won an Emmy, actually. Well, maybe so this really is the prequel to Ernest Goes to Jail, because <laughs> exactly. If you if you lived, ooh, Google if John Hamm was in Ernest Goes to Jail. He was, guys. He was star power. He was actually uh, holding a boom mic, but he was there. Sure, sure. Uh, yeah, uh, this podcast is sponsored by Google, by the way. <laughs> uh, but no, I think, yeah, definitely. Bricktop put everything into And I think also, uh, you can kind of call him a bad guy or whatever, but Cousin Avi, the Farina character, is just the best in that. He's a bad guy because he's like a, a middleman in it all. You know, he's like pushing things. But just that scene where he finally, like the, the quick cuts of him coming back and forth the Lennon, and it's like, do you have anything to declare? And he's like, yeah, don't go to England. Like, he's just a fun bad guy. He's not like the scary, terrible bad guy. Yeah. I'm going to still say that uh, John Hamm, although he is menacing in the movie, he still represents law and justice and, like, stopping murderers. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't think he can make a... He's not the real villain of the movie, you know? Honestly, Hawkeye is kind of the villain of the movie. He's the guy who's, like... Wants to murder people yeah. like at the drop of a hat and shit. Um, I like that every time you say Hawkeye, I forget that it's Jeremy <laughs> Renner, and I just picture Alan Alda. <laughs> and so every time I just picture like, oh what, a Hawaiian shirt? What? Oh no, okay, you're talking about. It would have been a better movie if they just oh, throw Alan Alda in there as an elderly bank robber. That'd be great. Yeah, it's very, it's very hard to rob banks with a bow and arrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody get on the floor. Yeah. And Bricktop, while he was a uh, great performance, he's just a small old man. Oh, yeah. Well, and I, he's not physically threatening. Not like well, not like a slick-backed hair Ernest, you know what I mean? Well, what's his name? He's, he's a, you know, he's... He was ripped. The black mask guy is just a small yeah, old man, and he's goddamn terrifying. Okay. What's that guy's name? Okay, so Bricktop... Uh, Whitey Bulger. Whitey Bulger, yeah, he's... He feeds people rip. the pigs. That's not like that impressive. You ever been around pigs, you know, man? Because like I've seen Bond movies where they like lower them slowly and just, they could like lasers and shit. Well, sure, but you didn't so pick, much more. You didn't pick a Bond movie. I'm not competing against a Bond movie. I'm competing against Don Draper. Yeah, Don Draper, who befriends his girlfriend and like acts interested. And he does that like law enforcement shit. You know, like. He had to like break his ethical rules. He also rules. went skiing and friends with kids. It's not the. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like that's he, he's a good actor. <laughs> that's why he's such a badass, bad guy. Garbage. You've never garbage you've never seen John Ham as a bad guy before, <laughs> and John in that John Ham, John 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 Ham, John Ham, Ham Ham Ham. Sure. Uh, yeah, my theory stands that he's not a villain because he's a cop, and Bricktop is too small to be well, threatening. Also, a villain, it's Nemesis. Nemesis, Nemesis yeah. yeah. Mm. Once again, who who could be <laughs> oh, a who could be a better Nemesis than your complete doppelganger? That's actually the premise of adaptation, I think, with Nicolas Cage. Yeah, and enemy. Yeah. And, and Jake Gyllenhaal's and yeah, the double too. and the double yep. with what's his uh, black. I'm sure they've thrown that in there somewhere. All that clone business. Sure. What else do we got? Uh, <laughs> uh, Freaky Friday. Saying, if you're talking about the literal definition of nemesis, the exact <laughs> opposite of yourself, an evil clone of yourself. That's that's Webster's. You know what I mean? But, that but, is but nemesis. Guess, so was also the question. Textbook. Which movie is the question? Which movie has the best? Nemesis device, or which movie portrays the Nemesis the best? Portrays the Nemesis the best. So I feel like that's next. Now, if you want to say device, definitely. If you like, you like in these other movies we listed, you can have the 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 exact opposite of yourself is pretty crazy. But in this, I mean, fucking gang mem- gangster. Who... Here's my argument: If you watch the movie on mute, 
You don't know John Hamm's the bad guy, and you don't know Bricktop's the bad guy. You watch Ernest on mute, slick back hair, scruffy beard, he's got a watch and a chain, you know who he is. I mean, I like that argument, but it's bullshit. <laughs> it's terrible. It's you fair. know the bad guy in all three movies. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah but yeah. that's hilarious. Okay, well, I tried. I don't know. I kind of want to give him a point for yeah, that. Yeah, but... I kind of, but... Kind of... No. Yeah, no. no. I, 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 that's a pat on the back. That's not a that's not a hand that's not a handshake. That's a pat on the back. Yeah, that was a that was a great try. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know what? I'm gonna give the point to Matt. Oh, uh, right. yeah. I think it is the better nemesis. Um, yeah, because yeah, your guy could have been taken down by anyone, and no one really yeah. addressed that. Yeah. You know? uh, but yeah, no, Matt gets the point there. Just I just, just want to say that he that just because John Hamm lives through the movie. John Hamm also had the FBI working behind, like a whole the yeah, United yeah. States he government. Had the government I mean, behind him. That's fine. I, I mean, no big deal. Backing him up. Yeah. yeah Total this is post Snowden. So. Oh, Snow Day! I love that movie. <laughs> Chevy Chase. Know what you're talking post about? Post Snow Day. Yeah. <laughs> uh, final question. Okay. Can't win. Sure. Um, you're going to also help me decide on this tiebreaker because it's, it's a tiebreaking question, and which one is more believable? Whew, I feel like uh, that's why I'm kind of glad none of you picked real crime movies. Sure. So, like a, like a, I think more believable, 100. percent I think it's even more believable that there's a bunch of horrific uh, English gangsters doing terrible shit all over right now than like I, you. I mean, when was the last time you heard of like an actual bank robbery that was successful and stuff like that? And Everybody got away with it. Well, at the beginning of the infographics, like those are real. You know, sorry, he said no infographics earlier. <laughs> like the, those were like based on a real city, and and like like well, that's where all the bank robberies happen. So like, basically, mine is almost true. Whereas yours was, like, yours was basically like, hey, at the end of Blood Diamond, we got the diamond, so let's make a movie around that. Right. Yeah, sure. I feel like you're no, at a disadvantage because Snatch is a more whimsical movie. Well, it is, but it, but also I think that um, much like how you know The Sopranos dealt with this seedy underworld uh, that we didn't really know about. I mean, some people know about, but like you don't see it and you see it on screen. I feel like that's what Snatch did: is it gave us a look into this uh, uh, mobster world that I mean, crisscrosses several countries. I mean, they're in Antwerp for a while. They're in London. They're in uh, New York City. Uh, and uh, I feel like that seems very real. I feel like those things can be happening all the time. People, Bricktop getting shot up in the street all the time. I think that's very real. I think bank robberies are larks that happen by morons that think that they that figured out. My girlfriend used to work at a bank. You don't think I thought about robbing that shit all the time? I just didn't do it because I'm not hat hack, you know? Yeah, and you didn't have a nun outfit with an assault <laughs> rifle. Sure, sure. Uh, you probably would have been all right if you did everything they did. You're half right. I never had an assault rifle, but... Uh, I uh, no laugh. Okay, that's fine. Okay, well, in the bank robbery movie, they do everything. They they run you down every step of the bank robbery from like the they getaway. Rob a bank basically, which they is very helpful. They basically teach you how to rob a bank, and it, there's like scenes where they like wipe the car, blow up the car with or the multi cocktail, sure. and like just everything they did. And then John Hamm's like, these guys are pros. I know where they're at. Like I suppose like it hurt the premise them living in the city mm-hmm. that's like their hometown. Move across that yeah, bridge. Maybe that's, right. fuck out. that's like the least believable part of the Yeah, I'd thing. say it's very not believable. <laughs> Extremely not. Okay. But the idea of like criminals stealing banks. diamonds floating around, there's diamonds floating around all the sure. time. Sure, that's if you're gonna t- that's if you're gonna speak super vague about Snatch. Snatch though is like this, that, this, 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 and that all like leads up to a, like a Yep, a that's how screenplays work. Throwing the thing at the end. Whereas like I just want to interject here. I, I really want to hear Ernest's argument. Yeah, uh, yeah. most believable. Yeah. Sure, hold on. If you've got time to come away from your rolling a cigarette like I you're think, in the 20s. I think all of the, uh, I think all of the elements of Ernest are believable individually. <laughs> Not and we'll stop there. Okay, that's great. All right, but uh, Ross, I do need you to help me. Who are you leaning towards now at this point? Um, what do you think, Ross? Here's what the thing. I, I do believe that bank robberies do happen, and I'm also racist against English people, and I think they're also criminals, yeah. most of them. So they're equally believable to me. It's a question of it, the ending of the movies being believable. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, 
So the ending of Snatch is... A lot of people die because of violence and because of horrific crime. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The ending of your movie is somebody but... goes and plants a fucking flower. <laughs> That's super believable. Okay, how does the town end? Remind me. Uh, there's like a... Ex nope, it's out. It's out. Uh, you can't remember. Ben Affleck gets away, and he's the only one out of his crew. And he gives up his girl forever. And it plants a flower. He go, he's in a, no, no, he's he in like a community garden. No, he sends a letter garden. to the girl that he loved with money. Yeah. And, and, okay. But they're in a community garden they when it happens. They like, stole, like, the heist was like a shitload of money from a specific ball game. Like, there was like gambling money in a stadium. So, but he does get away... Everyone else dies, but he lives. Yeah. And in your movie, all the good guys yeah, yeah, live. Every, yeah, sure. <laughs> and all the bad guys yeah. die. <laughs> so in that sense, I would say the town is more believable. Why? Personally to me. Because only one person makes it out alive, and in the book, he doesn't. The, the hero. Book, he dies. So the leader and the hero, the idea of the, the one getting <laughs> the a... chosen that one, That makes yes. it yours? Okay, that's He's flawed logic the all the ground. Can we get someone else in here? He's the uh. architect, you know? And it makes sense that he would live. Right? Jason, also, Jason very Statham should sure. have died many, many times. Sure. He was a cocky, swarthy little. He was at least a sidekick. Messing with the wrong. Yeah, guy. the sidekick. Oh, yeah, oh, I'll give you that. Sidekick should have died to for sure. It, to make it believable, they should have killed him. He was small. No one... This is all. This is, you guys are all. This is all. You know, they have some butts and candies and nuts. You know what I mean? Like they. The, my reasoning for uh, well, the situation I have with your one, uh, the town, is that since the FBI, uh, John Hamm's character just walks away from it as well, I'm like. There's no consequence for him, so yeah. and usually, you know, people get found out about this stuff. What did John Hamm do wrong in the movie? What did John Hamm do wrong that he was walking away from? Um, well, what was he doing? He was, Fuck, he was just a, out, like but. a crooked cop, right? Yeah, he was pretty much a crooked cop. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, yeah wow. he was What's crooked FBI agent. Yeah, he like he like broke the rules to like mm -hmm. bring him get him, get out. Yeah. Yeah. I believe that happens, though. I just think I I, 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 I just I believe that cops break the rules. <laughs> it all so, comes down to what do you think yeah. is more realistic: uh, crime happening across the 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 yeah, world, a country where we can't or see and somebody, know of. one dude who wrote and directed and starred in his own movie getting away with it and being the only one that walked away. Yeah, I'm point. sorry, it's not more realistic that they didn't stop and frisk every black guy in the movie. Jesus. <laughs> and this is the final episode of Film Feuds. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's America. I like your point, though, about how Ben Affleck wrote it, directed it, and yeah. he's the only one that lives. Yeah, that's realistic as shit. That's what I'd do if I wrote a movie. If I wrote you know a movie, what? I think Pat's got the point, because yeah. your thing about crime constantly happening, happening? Mm -hmm. yeah, I think that's more true than damn, your damn. thing. So, Pat wins. Hey, guys. Uh, and there's your handshake. There, there you go. Uh, and Pat, do you have anything to promote? Uh, yeah, sure. Well, I, don't know. I got uh, my Twitter. You guys already heard that, at Patrick Hasty. Um, if you're in New York, I don't know if you have New York listeners. I'm yeah, yeah I got actually got three of them right here now. Uh, I run a show at the Creek in the Cave called Jackknife Comedy, the uh, fourth Thursday of every, or excuse me, fourth Wednesday of every month at 8 p.m. Creek in the Cave, uh, JackknifeComedy.tumblr.com. That's it. Cool, and yeah, I've done the Creek in the Cave uh, when you were doing it. It was yeah. a lot of fun. Yeah, I really had fun at that room. Russ, do you have anything to promote? Just the Orlando Indie Comedy Festival happening October 1st through the 4th. If you're in Orlando or near it, it's uh, Calcanet, or not Calcanet, Calcanet headlined it last year. This year, it's Sean Patton, oh, Eddie Pepitone, and uh, 40 comics from all over the country. So, yeah, if you're there, cool. check it out. Awesome. And uh, Matt? I have a website, uh, mandersoncomedy.com, and I've got blogs and videos and other shenanigans. So. No, 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 I mean, you know, New York's hard, um, <laughs> so uh, just go to my website, and it'll be fine. Can I also, PatrickHasty.com is also a place you can go to. I have all sorts of all that stuff the description below. Yeah, 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 all that stuff's there. Cool, all right, thank you very much, guys, hope you enjoyed that, and next week's episode will be... Best Coming to Age Film with an All-Female Panel. Which should be exciting, we'll see you then. <laughs>